You have located Geekfest Rants, the entertainment podcast for genre geeks like you. Shall we play a game? Covering the world of vintage and current film and television since 2010. Game over, man. Game over. Featuring in-depth conversations on sci-fi, horror, fantasy, comics, toys, and conventions. So say we all. So say we all. And now sit back, relax, and enjoy today's show. I'm Stan Lee. I've been writing stories for the young generation for the past 30 years. During this time, I think I've learned a lot about what young people think. More importantly, I think I've learned a lot about what young people are. We're going to try to present a voice that somebody will listen to. The voice is needed. We hope it will be ours. gentlemen, the one and only, Mr. Stanley. Stan was doing one of his panels and they asked me to come up and just say hi to him. I felt a little goofy, but I came up, I, I shook his hand. I think the microphone caught it, but I whispered in his ear. I said, hey, they just wanted me to come up here and shake your hand, but, but while I'm up here, I want to say thank you. You saved my life. Because the life that I have today, there's a direct line to that first comic book to hear. Well, Stan's best creation was always Stan. As a creative figure is one thing. Stan, as a personality, was able to somehow tap into his own larger-than-life, self-effacing and self-aggrandizing at the same time personality. As I would describe it, that P.T. Barnum aspect of him, it's just something he infused the group with, and it's something that the people who followed him have been able to kind of keep that energy going. I think Stanley is going to be an icon, what he represents, what he was able to accomplish. He built American mythology because stories are really what stay with us. Those characters that he created when he infused Marvel the brand with have always shown through. Even if they have superpower, they have to be believable. What they do has to be what any normal person would do in those situations. And the idea that he championed all kinds of different voices, all kinds of points of view, and the concept of diversity and equality and conversations about you know, social politics, all these things he had been doing for, for years, and now it's at the forefront of everything that we talk about. I just think he was just connected in that way, and he was connected to who his true audience was and who he was really writing for. He complimented that with always being hopeful with his own first-person personality of being Stan. My earliest memories of Stan were reading those soapboxes. You felt like he was talking directly to you and no one else. What I didn't realize was that there was a kid behind me at the candy store reading the same thing, feeling the exact same way. His ideology was very clear. It was very black and white, how to be good, how to treat people equally. And that's a really powerful impact to lean into the light as much as you can, even if there's darkness all around you. In writing the soapboxes, I used to just talk to the readers, anything that came to my mind, just to make the books not seem like something cold and aloof and something you buy and you throw away. I wanted them to feel buying a Marvel book was like visiting an old friend. Without that, we wouldn't be experiencing the success we had today. People like that, creative geniuses like that, you can't help but walk away learning lessons. They, they have a way of delivering messages that, you know, just resonate with those of us who, who, who have followed his work and followed the characters he's created. He made it feel intimate and that anybody could belong to it. We're really lucky to have him really define us because it's really given us something to move forward with. There will never be a world without Stanley. He's the heart of the Marvel Universe. Hey everybody and welcome once again to GeekFest Rants. My name is Carlos Perone and today I'm going to have my son Kyle joining me to talk about Marvel, specifically the announcements we recently heard from San Diego Comic-Con. This is that 
meeting we've been waiting for, that presentation that happens every now and then where they give you a full slate of movies and what the plan is intended to be of how they're going to roll out the next phase, you know, of Marvel, you know, MCU entertainment. And this time around, things are looking a little different. Plus, we're going to also look at some other properties that we're also kind of looking forward to. So let's get started with Marvel at San Diego Comic-Con. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you a special news bulletin direct via satellite from our on-the-spot task force. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Thank you, Bob. It's Mort. Mort, yes. I am Ted Baxter, and here is the news. Okay, we're here with Kyle today, and we are going to go over a little bit of the comic book-related things that interests us. Keep in mind, there's way, way more out there than what we're going to talk about, but we want to focus on some things that we, we kind of like to follow. Obviously, the big, gigantic one is Marvel, and then Kyle's going to have a couple of extra, I don't know, I guess we can call them bonus news of other comic book-related subjects. But let's begin with Marvel, because as far as we know... Spider-Man Far From Home, the last one we just saw, was the official end of Phase 3, which is kind of weird to me because it is not entirely Marvel. This is the, the Sony Marvel partnership, but that's how they kind of chose to end the third part. It, it really ends with Endgame, if you really think about it, because Spider-Man is really the aftermath in a way. It deals with some of the items and some of the issues, you know, left over from Endgame. So that was kind of like the end of everything as far as where we are with the stories. They purposely in previous Comic-Cons or whatever, uh, New York Comic-Con, San Diego, whatever, you know, Disney-related events, uh, they, they wouldn't go any further. They wouldn't tell us any more. You know, they wouldn't preview anything new because they, they kind of wanted to, you know, put a bow on this package and let it finish. But obviously we know because... You know, you 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 have actors that are on, on, the, on the contract and they have more uh, films that they have to make. And you have uh, like standalone films that are just waiting for sequels. Your, your, your Black Panthers, your, your Captain Marvels, you know, uh, your Doctor Strange, you know, stuff like that, that you know eventually they're going to have to hit them and do more movies or do the team up, you know, Avengery type of thing. But because this was a big, big Avenger ending to this particular cycle of Avengers... They finally gave us the slate of what Marvel is going to look like. And what they did is they basically gave us 11 things to kind of look forward to. Plus, they teased a couple of other things without giving too much information. But as far as the slate goes, as far as the things in what order are we going to see them, these are the 11 things that we they're certain. Now, let's keep in mind that a long time ago when they showed us the slate earlier on, they had to modify things, and they modified things a little bit. Some of them to the extent or the extreme, if you remember The Inhumans, which was supposed to be a movie that then later turned into a TV show that completely flopped, you know, that was on that slate. And now we have 11 new things on the slate to look forward to. Now, if I remember right, Kyle, some of those original slates that they gave us, they went beyond two years. The slate we're looking at now, it is only a two-year plus a bonus yeah. snapshot. Last time they did like something, that, like the biggest reveal they've ever done was, I think, right before they announced Civil War at that thing. And so it was Civil War, and then they announced all the way up to Endgame, basically, with but at the time it was Infinity War Part Two, is what yeah, they called it. Yeah. And they so they literally had like I think that was basically three years, like three and a half years of stuff. Yeah, it was longer. Yeah. This this announcement will cover two years, which yeah. is two thousand and twenty and two thousand twenty one. Yeah. Like I said, with a little bonus of a little bit of twenty two. So the other thing that's unusual about this slate that I we've never seen before is that it will combine really three different mediums. Film 
streaming service, not television, because television is something different, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which basically is about to end anyway, this material is not going there. This material is going into their streaming service, the Disney Plus. Yes. And there is one animated show also in that mix, which is, again, it's unusual because we've never seen something yeah, like this. It's Disney Plus 2. Ta- yeah. you, know, ta- you know, under the umbrella of Phase 4. So let's start with the first one, Black Widow. Now, no mystery here. We kind of knew already that this was in the works. Yeah, they, they're filming it right now. They're That's, filming it right now. We've seen some pictures like about a month ago. Right. Even though what whatever happened to Black Widow, spoiler alert, in, in the last uh, Avenger film, this takes place, actually, didn't it say in the 90s or something? Well, or no, it, it said, it, it sounds like it's going to hop around. Okay. But it's most of it's supposed to take place like right after Civil War. Oh, okay. So it sounds like it's going to be like Black Widow goes out on her own for a little bit. And then eventually she gets back with Captain America and them. But that's not – they're not going to cover that. Right. This is more about her. This is so. about her. And also they mentioned – I read uh, there was like a trailer excerpt that somebody wrote up, that some people wrote up, which is basically like they mentioned Budapest, which and, is – And they showed – didn't they show some clips Yeah, they showed some clips. They okay. showed They showed her fighting this other girl who, who – I forget what her name is, like Yelena, I think it is. But – in the comics, that girl is also known as the Black Widow. In oh. I think it's supposed to be the like the older version of Black Widow, even though in this case she's the younger version of Black Widow. So this could be them leading up to maybe replacing her eventually with a someone who's actually alive. <laughs> but then there's also the, the the bad guy is supposed to be Taskmaster. What who, do we know about him? Because I well I, yeah, in the comics his. Powers is basically he's uh, he has photographic reflexes, so he can basically copy everybody's moves. Like he can't copy people's powers, but he can copy people's fighting techniques. Okay, and and so um, like in the trailer, apparently they showed him matching her fighting techniques, and he also. Do we know who is this? Uh, is this somebody we know? Is it? Is this no, the, this isn't somebody we know. But isn't the guy from Stranger Things in this movie? Yes, but he's not that character. He's oh, a different character. Okay. Um, but yeah, so but Taskmaster, he also like he has a shield like Captain America, but he also has oh. bow and arrow like Hawkeye. Oh, um, and he has like swords, and he's he's trained in like everything. Now, what what's interesting about this this film, or at least the, examining this story, is that like you said, we're not dealing with superpowers here. Because remember, we we have all these different flavors of superheroes, mm-hmm. and there's a chance that this might be more up my speed in terms of you know my favorite one is Winter Soldier, which. Granted, you yeah. do have some, I don't want to call them supernatural, but super enhanced powers, but it's more of a gritty, you know, hand-to-hand combat type of thing, yeah. which to me seems like this is where this might be going. Yeah, this is going to be, they've been saying this is basically going to be in the same style espionage, as... Yeah. Uh, James Bondy kind of, you know, feel to it, yeah. which is what she does most of the time when we do see her, you know, we see her in those kind of missions, you know, mm-hmm. because again, when you combine supernatural superpowers out of this world with somebody who's just a good fighter, it's not a good match. You know, you, you can't do that. It doesn't work too well because it's like snap the fingers and you win. No pun intended. So this will be the first one coming next year. So, you know, we're already, uh, you know, starting pretty fast. Yeah. Any idea when this is coming out? Well, yeah, it's May 2020. Wow. So yeah. we have... This is the next movie. So we have quite a bit to yeah. wait. And next year, there's only going to be two movies coming out. Oh, boy. All right. So let's let's keep this in mind. There's, so this I mean, is- there's... Yeah, there's... But also another thing, because you, you mentioned David Harbour, and he's playing Red Guardian. Who's that? He's basically the Russia's equivalent of Captain America. Oh. We don't know if it's going to be... It, like, apparently, the way that they said it, though, they said his name was also Alexei, which is also that character's name. So they might just be like, oh, this is that guy, but... And he's a Russian spy, but he's not necessarily Captain America. You know, mm. I I don't think he has those powers. I think he just basically is the mascot. You know. All right, so this is going to be a summer movie, more or less, the beginning of the summer, let's yeah. say. Which is, yeah, it's we're not kind of used to it. We're, we're this is kind of slowing down as far as movie theaters goes. We're used to sometimes going three, maybe four times a year. If, yeah, if things go a little nuts, yeah, but yeah, now we're going is, to two times. Okay, well, it's just for this year, though. Just for this after year. After every other year, they're going to go back. To they're going to go back. Well, after this, the next thing they talked about was the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Now, granted, we know those characters. Now, how is 
the Falcon still the Falcon, or is this taking place in the past? No, this is this is still gonna this is gonna be when he's Captain America. Like he's so, taking up but, the mantle. Oh, so it's it's a transitional type of thing. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So, oh, that's why I guess the, I'm looking at the logo right now. And the logo says the Falcon, but yeah, then there's a Captain been, America. He's shield. been fitted for the costume too. So okay, so it's him becoming Captain America. Yeah, the, the and, preparing. And then Bucky's for. with him, and they're just okay. And, they're and gonna, this is television. I yeah, mean, this is this is stream. This is also a kind of this show is kind of going to be like a pseudo sequel to Civil War because they're going to be fighting Daniel Bruhl's uh, Baron Zemo. Oh. And Baron Zemo is going to have his mask now, too, which they revealed oh, at the convention. They okay. they had like a quick like 10 second thing of him being like, yeah, I'm going to be in it. And then he just pulled on the mask. Now, did I read somewhere yeah. that Frank Grillo's coming back? I don't know about that. What, who does he play? He plays Crossbones. Crossbones. Okay. He came back for Endgame briefly. But yeah, okay. As his past self. But hmm. I don't know if he's actually coming back. For anything. So this is technically the first of the streaming shows that they're going to do. Any idea when this one's coming? Uh, 2020. Uh, I think it was just around summer, too. It's after Black Widow. So Okay, so this is different. Wow. This is also, if you think about it, even though it's already finished, Netflix, Marvel Netflix is completely over. And they're kind of not acknowledging most of that. Yeah, and they've they've officially basically decanonized, de-canonized it. Ugh. It's not. It's there's there's no connection, real connection to it anymore. Which wow. which kind of stinks, but at the same time, well, I imagine it. The only reason they would want to do that is because they're going to reuse those characters at some point. Yeah, but it sounds like that. Well, they they can't for at least another year and a half now. Right, but I mean, th- yeah. look at this. There's your slate. There's two years worth of stuff yeah. they're not touching. Yeah, so it's right there. Okay, so this is different. This is going to be a television show. Again, I don't know if they're going to just dump them all in one sitting or this is going to be week by week. I don't know how they're going to stream this stuff. These are major, major characters, major, major actors, uh, you know. So, And again, this is – I see it kind of more in the realm of Black Widow because it's it's not supernatural, but there might be a little supernatural or enhanced because – now, wait a minute – Falcon has no enhancements. No, he just has his wingsuit. But does he? That doesn't work as far as him being Captain America. No, does he'll it? still have it. Oh, so he's a comp. I don't know about. I yeah, see, like I don't he, know what he basically. Well, I mean, in the comics, he basically has the suit, his wingsuit still, and he just has the shield too. Oh, so he has the wingsuit and the shield. But he doesn't have the Captain America powers. Yeah, and in the in the comics, he doesn't usually have guns too. But in the movies, he has guns with his uh, his wingsuit. But and with, Bucky still with yeah. his arm and, and his strength because yeah. he has some strength. Yeah, he has the, some of that superhero serum in him. Yeah, huh, interesting, interesting. And when, and okay, you said this takes place after Civil War. Okay, up next, Eternals. What do you know about this? Because I have no clue what this is. Okay. Um, yeah, this is definitely one of their more obscure topics. Basically, they're like kind of like how the Inhumans were created as like an alien experiment. Okay. These guys were created as an alien experiment by the Celestials, which we we saw in Guardians of the Galaxy briefly. Oh, is that, was that uh, Kurt Russell's character? Yes, he's a Celestial. Yes, but there's other oh, Celestials. Okay. Like there's you know they're they're called their creator gods basically. Okay. And so they created in the comics they created create these guys to defend Earth. So they're basically they're kind of like gods. Like in DC, there's the uh, the new gods. They're basically like the new gods. Wow, this seems uh, very risky. I think. Yeah, this bringing is, something so fantastical. Yeah, that is completely is, un. Well, completely. It's not very popular. Yeah. I've never heard of it. This isn't. This isn't going to be like Guardians of the Galaxy funny. No, this space. This uh, is. This is going to be like some like Game of Thrones space type stuff. So it's a little more realistic and but fantastical but not yeah. funny yeah it's like i mean i'm sure they'll have some quips in there is somewhere thorish but, but not new thor because no, thor, like old thorish old yeah thor, original yeah. thor original thorish we'll say yeah okay i don't know that's uh, only it, I'm, I'm sure they're not going to go to earth with this this is probably something they're in like another dimension or or another planet or something now i did see yeah. angelina jolene is in this is there anyone? yeah there's a there's a bunch so richard madden is uh icarus he's the main character in the, the netflix show the bodyguard and he was also oh. he was also in the Elton John movie. Oh, I love that show. That was a great show. He was in Game of Thrones too. Yeah, the Game of Thrones. And then uh, yeah, Angelina Jolie is Thena. Well, yeah, Richard Madden is Icarus. Angelina Jolie is Thena. Kamali Naj- Najani is 
Kingo. He's now, the he's a he's a comedic actor. Yeah, he's the yeah from the first episode of uh, Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone, the new the remake. Yeah. So he'll he'll probably be like the comic relief, I imagine. Yeah, and then uh, Lauren Ridoff as Makari, and I heard that Lauren Ridoff the the character is is deaf, I believe, and and she's actually deaf too, which is interesting. That they're they're gonna get a deaf actress to play a deaf character. Yeah, well, that's a little reminiscent of Inhumans because you had a lead. The king couldn't speak because if he spoke, he would destroy things. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I guess this. I know this. This. I don't know this. This is a. This smells like Inhumans to me. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's very similar. In, okay, well, honestly, maybe those surprises. Yeah, there's still yeah, and then there's uh, uh, Brian Tyree Henry as Fastos. And then Salma Hayek as Ajak, and Ajak is the is the leader of the group. But she's not. I think Richard Madden is supposed to be like the uh, the main character. Though, and when is this supposed that to come we're out? Following. Hold on, there's still more. Dad. Leah McHugh as Sprite, and then lastly Don Don Lee as Gilgamesh, the Forgotten One. Um, and then this is in no, I believe November of 2020. This is the second movie of 2020. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting that yeah november november wow that brings that's uh that's two movies and one tv show so far that's interesting yeah that's that's all for 2021 20 well 2020 because they yeah they said they were going to take a break kind of after endgame just to like they were going to slow down a little bit and then they were going to catch up again Mm. well the next thing on the slate here is shang chi the yeah. Legend of the Ten Rings. Now, what is this movie yeah. or show? Well, yeah, this is the yeah, the first movie of 2021, Ooh. and this and literally everything from here on out is from 2021, pretty much. Wow, it's like but, it's 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 more than double the yeah the volume. Yeah, they got he got what seven things there. Jeez, yeah, that's yeah. There's there's a uh, yeah seven. There's eight more things. Well, well in, seven, in seven and seven twenty plus one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so tell us about this Shang Chi yeah, so, character. So Shang Chi is. He's an Asian superhero, and um, they cast him already because I believe they announced it. But yeah, he's basically like to me. If they had made an Iron Fist show and they would have saved him for a movie, they would have probably put this as an Iron Fist movie. But Shang Chi is like next to that, (laughs) next to Iron Fist. You got Iron Fist and Shang Chi. Did they ever overlap? Did they ever cross those two? Yeah, yeah. There's well, yeah. I'm like they've they've all met before at some point, but. But yeah, so Legend of the Ten Rings, this is in reference to the Mandarin and his Ten Rings. Okay, so let's talk about this for a second, because during the films, we got to the point where the Mandarin was introduced, and then the Mandarin was fake. He was an actor pretending to be the Mandarin, blah, blah, blah. But then we kind of also found out that there's some real story behind the whole Mandarin thing. Yeah. They basically, they said in the panel that Yes, they're going to introduce the real Mandarin. Did they cast the Mandarin yet? Yes, uh, Tony Leung uh, is going to be Do we the know him? Not, I don't know him from anything, but apparently he's a big star in China. Now, again, this is something that's, it's nothing new. They're widening the scope, you know, of, of their audience, obviously. They want to get as much as possible. And the Asian market has always been this thing that they want and they can, it's very hard to tap into it. You know, you have blockbusters here in the States that don't make any money in China. And then a movie that's kind of mildly popular here all of a sudden explodes there. They're always trying to kind of find that formula. And this is an attempt, I, I the way I see it, of possibly being able to bring in some of that international, you know, money into this. But at the same time, you're expanding the entire scope because... You know, you're dealing with characters that are not your A-listers. These are your B and your C-list characters that a lot of people never heard. Like, I never heard of this character before. Granted, I always say yeah. it, I'm not a comic book person, so I'm not very familiar. Did you know about him ahead of time? Not, or you no, kinda... not, not really. Not until they announced that they were doing a movie. But the the fact that they're combining him with The Legend of the Ten Rings, that kind of like, okay, I remember yeah, the Ten Rings. Yeah, that's going to boost it up, yeah. This is I think February, February 2021. Okay. Yeah. Next, Vision. Now, when I saw the word WandaVision, I couldn't make the connection. Yeah, the title's kind of dumb. Because I thought it was like, it's yeah. some kind of new glasses you wear so you could see WandaVision. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. I, I don't like the title, but they, it's okay. We'll work so, with it. explain the title. Yeah, so it's Scarlet Witch and The Vision, and they're going to have their own Well, what show. is Wanda? Yeah, well, Wanda is the is the Scarlet Witch. Wanda Maximoff. Oh, okay. Well, th- thank you. Yeah. I, didn't, I don't remember that. 
So they're gonna have now. This is tell. This is a stream. Yeah, this is streaming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's supposed to be her and Vision somehow. They didn't say any plot details, and I'm assuming somehow she gets Vision rebuilt. Oh, so this isn't going back in time, like what they were doing while they were uh, dating or something. There's some sort of reality thing going on because. Because Scarlet Witch in the comic, she has the powers over reality. And you see that in what she does. Like she manipulates the reality around her in the way like the way she like grabs people and pushes people. Okay. But I think what they might be doing with this in phase four is they're going to explore her powers of reality warping in terms of like changing the fabric of reality. So like just like different characters become different characters, like stuff like that. Like, okay. Like time manipulation but it's not even time it's just a change and it's just weird stuff well this is this yeah. seems to be the the streaming version of the fantastical you know if you have the falcon and the winter soldier doing the realistic gritty spy stuff you know kind of this is more the fantastical side you know to kind of go along in other words it seems like they're mimicking the same pattern that they're doing in the movies they're going to try to do that on the disney plus so I guess that's what we're dealing with because obviously, again, spoiler alert, Vision, I believe, was pretty dead last time yeah, we saw. Yeah, he, he didn't even show up in Endgame. He was gone, yeah. He was gone in Infinity War. Yeah, you got his head ripped out, yeah. But, so that's um, an interesting one. But yeah, and then also with that show, they're going to introduce Monica Rambeau as, a, as an adult who we, we actually meet in Captain Marvel who's the daughter of – Carol's friend. Oh, the little girl? Yeah, the little girl. She's going to so, be grown up. So this takes place in the future. Well, Wait in the present day, yeah. Because the, in the nine, that Captain Marvel's from the oh, 90s. Oh, that's right. So, so, so she's going to be, she's going to be an adult. Uh, Tiana so, Paris is going to be playing her. Oh, this is so confusing. And <laughs> the people are thinking that maybe she's going to be the superhero Photon. Which is like, Which is what her, the, the role her mother actually, I believe, has in the comics. But she's going to be taking that role possibly that's that's the that's the idea they didn't announce it at the con but that's the theory going around now but they they, they cast they already cast the girl yeah she's already been cast okay yeah. so she's gonna be in that show with them i don't know it's very weird i don't i don't know how this is gonna all factor together but <laughs> yeah wow that's another weird one up next dr strange and the multiverse of madness okay this is an official sequel now i guess in this slate the first official sequel that's i obviously going to the to the movies this time around what are we talking about here you said shang shang chi was in the beginning of the year yeah february and then dr strange is what spring yeah may may 7th 2021 okay and then wandavision what was that it comes out sometime before that so it's like a springy kind of yeah okay so they're all kind of i guess a month or two away from each other yeah and supposedly wandavision is there people are saying that it might lead into this movie because Scarlet Witch is in this movie too. Oh, in the in the in the, in the Doctor yeah, Strange. Yeah, she's movie? teaming up with Doctor Strange, yeah. Oh. And so they're going to be exploring multiverse together for some reason. Now, here's a question. Are these television shows? And again, I I'm sorry I'm calling them television shows. They're streaming shows, but they're television shows. Are they one shot one season and it's over? It sounds like they haven't announced a season two for anything because literally every single one on that slate is a different one and it sounds like it's like one year. So I don't know. I don't know if they're going to have season twos for anything really unless – and if huh. they do, it's like it's going to be pretty couple years apart. Because, yeah, it would be interesting to know if these actors are locked in for multi-seasonal contracts. Yeah, that'd be a little tricky, honestly. I, I I think it's interesting, though, if they would do it only like one at a time. Because it's basically like, I think they're doing like eight or ten episodes for each each show. So it's going to be like, it's going to be like an eight-hour movie for each Yeah, that's thing. I, yeah. I keep hearing that nowadays when, when you're dealing with, with streamable shows. And it's like, think of it as a ten-hour movie. Think of it as an eight-hour movie, you know, stuff like yeah. that. Uh, that kind of makes sense because it also gives them the the it gives them the flexibility to say, for example, let's say Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then sooner or later, most likely those actors are going to be in a movie, so yeah. you can't tie them to a TV show every year. So yeah. they might not do a TV show for two years and then come back a third. You know, yeah, something it gives like them that. that, that I mean, much they, space. they they all have contracts. Like I, I heard a Sebastian Stan's contract, he still had like five movies to go, and Jeez. didn't even mention anything about the. Disney Plus. And stuff, I wonder if those contracts. I wonder if those contracts are either or. Like for example, a movie or a season of a show. Maybe I, I wonder because that that would be really that's that would be really an interesting combination to have to figure out. 
my God, it's just insane how these contracts could work. All right, so that's Doctor Strange, and I assume the the bit players of Doctor Strange might show up. The his assistant, not his assistant, the guy that takes care of things for him. Oh yeah, Wong. Yeah, yeah him and and you know okay. maybe his maybe his girlfriend, well, his his kind of girlfriend, and and maybe he should have a, a Thor cameo because those two going at it is kind of fun. Sometimes. Yeah, that was that was nice. Yeah, because he was in because Doctor Strange was in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. yeah. All right. So now we're moving through the spring, and now we have Loki, another television stream show. Obviously, it's all about Loki, and we knew kind of knew this this one a, a while. Yeah. We once kinda... we well, like we knew it was happening, we just didn't know how because he had died in Infinity War. Whoa. But then in Endgame, we see his past self escaping with the cosmic cube, and yeah. supposedly this show is about. What happens after that to him? Oh, uh, that whole sequence. So of- it's it's in an alternate reality where supposedly he goes back in time and manipulates events. So it sounds like he's basically just going to have his own little universe to screw up. And this one, again, we're streaming. What month is this? Yeah, this is well, this is summer. Summer of two thousand twenty-one. Yeah. Same deal as before. We know you never know. This can go a season. Could go any other characters that we know that are going to appear in this one. No. We Just, don't know so we don't know anything else other than... Okay, because okay. we are getting kind of far into this uh, slate yeah, now. The, now, yeah, the, the f- next thing I see on the slate is something called What If? And again, not only is this a television streamable one, but this is the first one that I mentioned way, way, way earlier about it being an animated show, which is something yeah. different. Yeah, this is this show It's supposed to be basically... So, like, What If is alternate realities exploring alternate realities where like let's say i know i know one of the things that has been like highly like heavily it hasn't been officially announced but it's pretty much almost confirmed is what if peggy carter was captain america so that's like one example but there's like other things like i don't know if spider-man had six legs or you know stuff like weird stuff like that that's what that show's going to be about and uh, they have jeffrey wright is going to be playing the watcher who's the narrator of everything and then supposedly uh, most of the MCU cast is going to be reprising their roles as their characters for this show, like oh, doing voiceover voice work. That's interesting. Yeah. So this this show, even though it's animated, it's technically canon to the MCU, even though it's alternate realities, but it's alternate realities based on the reality that we're mostly watching with the main MCU timeline. Sheesh. Any, uh, have they shown any samples of nope. what this looks like? We no, don't know not anything? at all. We they just they what, just showed the cast list, which is basically most yeah, of everybody. So we don't know what style of animation are they going to be using. I wonder if uh, Into the Spider Verse has had anything to do with this. No, no, no I'm talking no, about that's the, Sony. No, no, no. But I'm talking about the popularity of that movie. No, I don't think gave so. them the idea to I, say, let's do something. I think it's going to be more like like how most of those like superhero straight to DVD movies are, where it's like the 2D like animated stuff it's gonna be like that you think they would do yeah. that for their yeah. channel you you don't think they would try to do something new and different no i don't think they're gonna invest that much money into this show wouldn't this kind of thing suck the life out of like the disney channel the official disney channel or no now? no this is this is this show this show is probably gonna be more like this more is adult? something the fanboys would be more into like mm. it's it's more of a like the kids aren't gonna be like oh i wonder what happened if peggy carter did blah, do they blah, still blah, make those know? comics do you know I think they do. It's like an on and off thing. It's like a seasonal thing, but it's like every couple years they'll start throwing out a couple more of those. Okay, because this is all. I mean, right now this is the second. Yeah. This is the second television thing in a row we're getting now in 2021. Like I know they did like uh, like some examples of stuff that they could overlap with what if. Like I know they did. What if Spider Man was part of the Fantastic Four, which was it was like the the Fantastic Five, Mm -hmm. but they they could also maybe overlap like some other. They're not officially what if storylines, but they have like Marvel zombies, Deadpool kills the Marvel universe, stuff like that, where it's or like Punisher kills the Marvel universe, stuff like that. Yeah, where the hell is Deadpool in all this? Yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> Supposedly they're gonna keep Ryan Reynolds and they're gonna keep that character doing his stuff. Just we don't know if it's gonna be how to bring him in. Yeah, we don't know if it's gonna be the same Deadpool in terms of like it's is it the same X-Men Deadpool going to an alternate reality into this thing, or are they just making a new Deadpool with the same actor? We don't know. All right, so up next we have Hawkeye, another television thing. Now again, this yeah. is three in a row here. Three television properties. What is Hawkeye? Summer or end of year? Yeah, Hawkeye is I, I think closer to the end of the year. It's like okay. fall. Um, but he, yeah, that story arc, it's basically about Hawkeye. Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Jeremy Renner's coming back and he's going to be training Kate Bishop, 
who is like a protege in the comics. Have there we was, met her in the movies yet? I don't think so. No. Okay. But yeah, supposedly it's going to be based off of a comic series that they did like, I think it was like, like five or six years ago, which I actually just picked up actually. I found mm-hmm. at a discounted price. I haven't started reading it yet, but um, I'm ex- but yeah, it, it looks cool. It's supposedly one of the best. It's like the best Hawkeye comic series, comic run that they've ever done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we don't have any information about cast other than Jeremy Renner. So that's going to be an insane year. There's four television properties that year, all spread out during the year. Uh, The year apparently will end with Thor, Love and Thunder, of which very recently they had announced that Takiki... Yeah, Taika Waititi. Taika, Taika, Taika Waititi. Yeah, good luck on that. Yeah. Was returning to direct again. He was going to shelf his uh, his Akira. Uh, yeah, that, uh, production, they had announced which, it like a couple wow. weeks ago, and then and then like I remember hearing like right before Comic Con, yeah. they they said it, and then they also said that he was going to be helming Thor. I'm yeah. like, what? And exactly. then like three days later, and then Warner Brothers is like, nah, we're going to hold off on this now. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, wow, I thought he was locked in already. But, Oof, yeah. but I mean, it, it does make perfect sense. And I remember we kept, I kept saying, you know, after seeing Ragnarok, I'm yeah, like, Ragnarok wow, they make awesome. another one of these? Who's going to make, how can they, how could they follow this up? They yeah. can't follow it up. Yeah, this, it would have to be with him. Yeah. And it's like, you can't, you just cannot yeah, make this movie without he's him. He's doing also, he's been working on The Mandalorian too. He's a director. He's, a, yeah, yeah, he's got a couple and he, of episodes. he's a voice actor too it's for all, that too. It's yeah. all Disney, man. He's, he's, yeah, he's really tight with Disney And now. And I assume we're going to see, you know, Big Thor. Maybe coming back to oh, Skinny yeah, maybe, Thor. Maybe, yeah. Well, yeah, it's supposed to be... Yeah, they, they've confirmed him. They confirmed uh, Tessa Thompson oh, as Natalie Valkyrie. Portman. And Natalie Portman coming back and, as But they Jane. also were saying something about her becoming Thor at some yeah, point. Yeah, in the comics, there, Jane Foster becomes Thor And this didn't seem point. to be any kind of spoiler because they were kind of like no, yeah. talking about it. I just... I, I don't... I hope it's not like a permanent thing because like, I mean... I thought it was cool that they had Jane Thor, but I mean, like, we always like OG Thor, you know? Like, it, it'll be cool to see her as long as they just keep it to the one movie. I think that'd be fun. Well, that's, they could do that. I mean, obviously, it wouldn't be the entire movie or probably yeah. part the of the movie. The fact that they also announced it, too, means, okay, it's probably not going to go that long. Because Chris, Chris Hemsworth said he's like, I will do Thor forever. Right, no, and she's not yeah. going to... She. Don't, I don't think she wants to do these kind of... I mean, she didn't do the no. last couple... Yeah. More or less. Yeah, this know. was a surprise, honestly, that she's coming back. But so, she was also in Endgame. She filmed a couple yeah, of little things for Endgame, yeah, which, it, yeah. which I forgot about because it was it almost looked like reused footage. Yeah, basically. But yeah, and and for for a while that those were the only announcements that we were seeing, and then all of a sudden, I mean, I remember you you kind of gave up and started watching TV or something, and I'm doing something on my computer. Yeah, and I thought sudden, they were done. I thought they were done too, and all this, and we should know better because they usually try to surprise. Yeah, you I with forgot something. that they started the panel at eight fifteen, and I was like, uh, oh okay, it's an hour and a half, and it's already almost done, and I'm like, okay, all right, you know what, it's, and then it's done. I, I turn around and I look at a, a slate that comes up on my on my Facebook feed that says Blade, and I'm like. Blade? Yeah, like Blade. What? what the hell are you talking? And it said Marvel Studios. I'm like, uh, oh, holy yeah. crap! I'm like Kyle Blade. You're like, what? What are you talking about? Go ahead on your phone and go look yeah, it up. Yeah, I, I, yeah, like Blade. I, I haven't seen the original Blade movies, okay, which is something say, you don't have to watch. Probably the second. You can only watch. the I first. heard all three of them are good. Uh, they get they get a little stale after a while. I heard Ryan Reynolds is yeah, in the third. Well, one. He usually kills a movie. <laughs> he used to kill movies. Basically, that's that was his job to come in and kill a movie, kill a franchise. But. Uh, uh, you definitely you should watch the first, but there've been rumblings about Blade ever since Black Panther came out. When Black Panther came out, Wesley Snipes started going on the air say, "Hey, let's bring Blade back. You know, people want to see you know black actors in 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 these lead roles. I got a character yeah, for was, you." Wasn't Blade also like the first Marvel movie? Blade, Blade really? was technically technically the first successful Marvel movie under Marvel. Yeah, Bef- and this was before. Iron Man, and this was before well, this was, X-Men. Well, yeah, this is, they they were, it was still under Fox, though, I think they sold the, they uh, yeah, gave I the forget, rights to I Fox. I think it was yeah. New Line, it might have been New, New Line Cinema or something, really? oh, but okay. it was an official, you know, Marvel character. It wasn't a very popular character, but the yeah. movie was very, very, su- yeah, it wasn't I, a blockbuster, but it was a successful mo- movie. Yeah, and they got, the actor was uh, Mashal Ali. That's the guy they got. Yeah. Uh, they got to do it now. And, he's, uh, he won. He's, and, he's won two and, Oscars. And they were saying something. I read something about how he's the one that requested a meeting with Kevin uh, Feige. Yeah. And said, "Hey, 
would you be interested in doing this? And they're like, okay, let's do it. Yeah, he was he he was the one that brought up. Right. He's like, I want to play Blade, and they're just like, okay. <laughs> I just hope. Uh, yeah, Wesley Snipes gonna be pissed. No, though. I just hope yeah. that they bring Wesley Snipes in some shape. Obviously, he hasn't done anything though. No, nah, he's he? been he's been in he's been in. I he's heard, had he's had problems. Yeah, I've heard, that I've heard he's and, yeah, and, and I don't know how much movies he's done since he's had his problems, but he has to come back for this movie. They got to give him. Not a cameo, but he could be like, like you know, his, passing the like torch his father kind of or something. Maybe yeah, he could or, be a I don't grandfather know. or a father yeah. or some or you yeah. know. But th- th- he has to be in this movie. He has to. There's no, and you're gonna have to go and sit down and watch yeah, it. I haven't seen any because Blade yeah. was a that's a pretty good damn movie for 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 what it was. And I say, like yeah. I said at the time, you know, it, it was before all this renaissance because you know we talked about this before. People my age, you have three. Three renaissance of superheroes. The first one was Superman, Christopher Reeve. That whole late 70s, 80s into Batman, you know, all that stuff. Uh, Michael Keaton, uh, uh, Tim Burton, that was the first renaissance. The second renaissance was the X-Men. When the X-Men franchise started, that brought a whole other new interest into comic books. And the third one is Iron Man which is this marble thing we're riding on, which you can kind of combine it with DC because those two have been kind of going together, you know, moving forward. But in between, you know, in between the first and the second, right before X-Men, right around that time of X-Men, Blade is what really kicked it off. And uh, I'm, I'm really glad. Now, unfortunately, this one is part of the 2022, you know, yeah, the phase preview, five. Phase, the beginning of Phase 5. So... Yeah. They got lots of time to do this one, so it's they they're in good shape for yeah. that one, and we'll see who else they cast. Like I said, they gotta get they they gotta get them in there. Yeah, and then they they announced a couple other movies too that they that they're working on. They right. didn't give us details, but they just well, said. we knew this because of the fact that it was part of that Fox purchase. Yeah, so the fact that Fantastic Four. Yeah, they officially officially said Fantastic Four are coming. Yeah, they're yeah. coming. Of course, and X Men. He said we don't have time to talk about the mutants, which is basically like okay, so right. they are working on it now. Of course. But yeah, and then they also said, yeah, Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. But I'm sure, I guess they'll save it for next year. Right, and whatever other sequels, uh, that's, you know, which is all these characters. They, all these characters that, you know, we just had a lot of them in the last couple of movies. So they're, give them a break, let them rest, bring, yeah. bring some new stuff, get people interested in some new stuff. Then that's basically where Marvel went this year. Now, we have a few more minutes left. Let's jump into a couple of other things i know uh let's do this little quickie one uh around this time they were also made an announcement that brendan ralph who yeah brendan ralph uh he who, plays who in legends of tomorrow now yeah, but we plays, know him from him being uh, i forget which number superman he was is, he was under the brian singer film a long a long yeah. time ago the superman returns yeah, yeah he played superman, superman. but uh, but yeah in legends of tomorrow he plays the atom uh ray palmer supposedly in this in the crossover that they're doing the crisis and infinite earths crossover they're gonna have him and tyler hochian who he played so he plays superman already in in the in supergirl right him and and brandon routh brandon routh is gonna be playing superman but he's also gonna be playing the kingdom come superman he's gonna have the kingdom come suit and he's gonna because he already has some gray hair <laughs> so it's gonna be perfect because in in, in the Kingdom Come, he has gray hair because it takes place and, like and in the future. And can they also cast Tom Wellington at the same time? They haven't announced it yet, but they they have to. They've been literally hinting at it so many. <laughs> times. They literally played the Smallville music during the last crossover. Oh, they have to, shoot. and they had they had Smallville Green Arrow lying dead in a in a in like ashes at one point. So yeah, they have to. They Did have they get to that be. actor? No, 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 no. It was just, that actor's still around. Yeah, He's I know. One of those shows no, no. They, it was just they, they just had like it was just a guy in his costume oh, okay. lying face down on the ground, like because it was the the uh, the the monitor was like stepping over a bunch of the uh, like multiverse. You know, people. I haven't watched yeah. that your show in a while. If they do that, I would. I'll yeah. watch. I'll the, watch those episodes. Watch, yeah. I, I, here's the thing. Like honestly, you could skip. Most of the show stuff just to go to the crossovers and the cross like I I, I don't watch Supergirl anymore. Well, I, I watched like the first couple episodes and I was just like I can't I can't I have too many shows you know and um supposedly there was some leaked promo or this was before they still haven't officially announced it but Black Lightning might be in the crossover still we don't know about that but I don't watch Black Lightning well, either. They got through all their all their and properties. Then, uh, Batwoman is going to be in it. They're going to start her show in the fall. Oh yeah! And I don't know if I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to try it. I think because they also announced that the Batman villain Hush is going to be in it. Who's he's a really cool 
villain, which that kind of piqued my interest a little bit. So I'm I'm going to give it a try. I don't know. We'll see. Well, DC has a couple of other properties that are continuing in the streaming service. You have Titans, Doom Patrol. Yeah, they just announced season and unfortunately, two for both of those. A Swamp Thing is gone. Yeah. Which I, I started watching it and I'm still very slowly watching it and I'm I'm liking it. I'm like, damn it, this show is dead. Yeah, now, why do I, I like a dead show? Yeah, it's... I, I, I like the first... I only got to watch the first episode and I really liked it. I, I, I'm into I haven't it. had time. I, I think I'm like three or four episodes into it and I like it because the horror part of it is pretty good. It's really... Not very. It's it's to me. It looked like it looks like John Carpenter horror. Like yeah, that's the a, thing. Like horror. The, like, like the first episode is basically crap, the thing. They do that? Is yeah. That a, are you allowed to do that? Well, you yeah. Know, this is kind. this is DC Universe. They're this right. is basically HBO. Right. So they can do whatever they want. It's a horror. It's a it's a monster horror type yeah. of thing that I enjoy. I I like Doom Patrol out of all of them. Doom Patrol is the I'm best. I'm still going through. Doom I Patrol. love Doom Patrol, and I'm so glad they're renewing it. Well, they're renewing it, but they're also kind of bringing it over over to well, HBO. Well, yeah, I think. Well, I think they're slowly bringing DC Universe into HBO Max, which yeah, is supposed to be the overall Warner Brothers streaming service type thing. Yeah. So Now, the final one we want to talk about a little bit is one that is hasn't even premiered yet, and Kyle is just raving, going crazy over it, and that's because of his background of watching and reading the comic for Watchmen. Yes, I, I am so, like... Watchmen is, I believe, is. I mean, a lot of people think this too, but it's the the greatest graphic novel of all time, and it's like Time Magazine thought it was like one of the top one hundred things of like American novels of all time, or something like that. Like it, it, it is that good. It is the greatest thing I have ever read, and I'm so excited that they're going to have this show because this show it's a sequel to the comic, and it's not going to alter anything. It's not. I know Zack Snyder's movie. I liked his movie too. I didn't like the fact that they changed the ending. But I did like the attention to detail because I just think almost everything about that book is just amazing. And this show get, is going to be expanding on that while still honoring the source material. Now, speaking of the source material, let's quickly go through this. They first put out a comic. Yeah, 12, okay? 12 issues. And what did they put on afterwards? Not, not the movie, but what other material was okay. put out there? So in, in the timeline of events, basically, so they had the... The 12 issues, they made that into a graphic novel like book, and then that was the thing that won a ton of awards. Right. Then after that, they they did uh, a couple years ago, they did it was I think it was called it was called Before Watchmen, which was a series of like one off issues where they did of like each of the characters and the I prequels? think that the Minutemen, the other prequels ca- things. Okay. And I read some of them. I didn't read all of them because honestly, they weren't that good. And I think they also decanonized them too because they were kind of they, they weren't that good. They were just. Like that, they changed up the formula the way that they like. Okay, okay, because Watchmen has like a nine-panel grid is what the formula they use, and for this they just treated it like it was a regular comic book, and that immediately just ruined half of the uh, the thing. Because there's a way that you read Watchmen, and before Watchmen was, they were trying to get you to read it in a different way that wasn't. Was any like of that, that pirate stuff part of this? The Black Freighter was part yeah. of the original book where it was basically oh. it was a comic book within a comic book where there's a there's a there's like a okay. like a, there's like a kid reading a comic book and it's called the black freighter and it's supposed to kind of have to deal with how this guy is going through so much and then in the end even though he gets off the island he's still like haunted and he's still like living in this prison basically like that world is still awful to him because i remember yeah. you were saying that when they did because i know they did the when they did the movie there was a director's cut and then there was a special super deluxe yeah. Yeah, edition yeah, that there, well there's that, that threw some of well, that yeah in there's there. there was three versions of the movie oh, there geez. was the, the theatrical version which eh, like i i i watched the theatrical version i think once and i was like okay uh, the director's cut is the best version because it, it has all the stuff that was filmed that was based off of the book, which is mm-hmm. and most of what Zack Snyder shot is like he used the comic as a storyboard almost. And it was and it was phenomenal. The director's cut's the best. And what was the other one? And then the, the final, the ultimate cut has where he edited in in the appropriate parts, the Black Freighter as a motion comic within the movie. Okay. At the at the points where in the comic they would cut to the to, Black to Freighter. Reading that book. So they added that in. And in that it like they kinda it's they you could tell they really tried very, very hard to like edit it in yeah. at certain spots. And it was like, okay. And I wasn't a big fan of the Black Freighter thing to begin with anyway. So this this show, this HBO show that they're putting on now, only the main comic is the source material. Yes, yes. 
Okay. Um, they're not. They're not doing. I know they just came out with um, like a few years ago. They started Doomsday Clock, which is a seat, which is also a, a sequel to oh. the source material, but it's where the DC universe and the Watchmen universe, even though Watchmen is still DC, they're crossing over, and where Watchmen, some of the characters were are transported to the main DC oh. reality, and so now you have Superman and Doctor Manhattan basically about to fight. Now, is the original creator of Watchmen involved in any of this future no, stuff? No, 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 no. Alan Moore absolutely hates Everything. anything. Okay, <laughs> Alan. Yeah, Alan Didn't he Moore just retired. Yes, he just retired from writing comic books. Alan Moore in protest of everything. Alan Moore is a genius, but he refuses to let anybody touch anything, even though he signed the contracts for this yeah. stuff. So, like. Like in order to do Watchmen, obviously DC can do whatever they want with when he wrote Watchmen. Right. And so, so they've been trying to make the movies and he immediately was like, I don't want anybody to do new movies. He hates everybody like the Swamp Thing show. He, cause he, he, he practically created Swamp Thing and he, <laughs> and he was all pissed off about that. He, he hates everything that isn't. That he didn't make himself, which it's like it's understandable, but at the same time, it is really good, you know. But yeah, so yeah, he's not attached. He was never attached to anything. I mean, I'm sure he got like producer credit technically because he wrote it, well, the book, executive but, producer because it's his thing. Yeah. Now this show, I believe the showrunner is uh, Damon Lindelof, yes. who used to uh, obviously he was the big guy, well, one of the big people around Lost, and then later he was involved in the show The Leftovers, yeah. which is funny because it was an HBO yeah, show, and I'm noticing some of the actors. Yeah, he started. From Leftovers. He started started working on this show right after the oh, leftovers okay. yeah. yeah so i am noticing in the previews that we've seen in the trailers that i do see some of these actors returning so that's yeah. that's kind of so, neat and the sh and that trailer is it just well the my favorite thing about the trailer is is don johnson <laughs> sonny crockett oh. he plays a, a police chief wait that's uh, sonny crockett that's, that's sonny crockett <laughs> that's, that's big daddy from django remember oh, big daddy i never got to see django yeah i oh, haven't seen it i gotta yet. show you django i have watched django oh my god you gotta watch django <laughs> Uh, that, well, that's the guy who. That's Don Johnson. Oh my God! Uh, my friend, uh, my friend who who used to do shows with me, uh, I, I might actually get him to watch it because of uh, the fact that Don Johnson is on TV now. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but this is weird. What I've seen is like a, a whole bunch of guys dressed up like Groshack, and and I yeah, saw I, some similar I can, things. I think I can explain everything, like from the beginning of that okay, trailer got, to the end of the show. Five minutes. What? Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, so yeah. So they, they open it up with. Hooded Justice, who was in the original Watchmen book, he was one of the Minutemen from the 1940s. He was the one of the founding members of the founding superheroes, basically, of that universe. And it's Hooded Justice, like stopping like a, a store robbery. And it's that that clip is supposed to be, you know, how Black Freighter was a comic within mm -hmm. a comic. Yep. Well, that's supposed to be a show within a show. So supposedly every episode of the show, they're going to have like maybe like five minutes from that show playing as part of the show it's but a show it's, within a show but it's a show within a show so people are watching it's, this yeah show? yeah people like are watching this watching show what it used to be but like. we're also watching it too but it, they're watching yeah. it because it's a recreation of what it used yeah. to be like in the past yeah, yeah. It's, okay. it's supposed to be like a supposedly it's like a documentary it's called like it's called like the Minutemen something okay. or a, but it's like i think they're gonna do something on the comedian too like they recast a younger comedian all right um stuff like that so it's, are they using any actors from the movie that's no no they're, you know? they're not they're, they don't want to touch they're that? not touching the movie okay even though honestly in my opinion it looks like you could still watch the movie just kind of ignore the how the ending is different and you could move into this. Hey, new the movie seamless. could be a show that they're watching too. Yeah, like the color palette is. <laughs> yeah, the color palette it's is also very similar. The real yeah. ones. Okay, we could yeah, try to do but, something with but that. But yeah, so that's supposed to be like a show within a show. Or watch them. Watch them have some kind of comment. But, oh man, Schneider fucked up our <laughs> our comic book, man. You know something but, like um, that. But yeah, so but yeah, so this universe now. This is about this is in the pr supposed to be in the present day, but it's still that alternate future because yeah. the original Watchmen comic takes place in like an alternate 1980s where Nixon has been president right. for like four terms and, <laughs> and and people are starting to get sick and tired of superheroes and Russia is going to bomb us and every, everything's going to end the nuclear war. But at the end of Watchmen, uh, Adrian Veidt, who's Ozymandias, he saves the world by tricking everyone into thinking that aliens are invading and so everybody bands together basically and forms like world peace so they could fight the aliens that are not actually real aliens he basically just threw a dead squid in the middle of new york city oh, that caused, yeah, a, that caused a psychic that. bomb that killed everybody yeah, but, uh, oh, yeah their, that was yeah you know i i can understand why they did that for the movie why they re why didn't do that for the movie yeah and for the comic book still it it's was like perfect 
No, but it's good. It's like, what the hell am I look, looking at here? You gotta understand, there's Babastus, who's his his uh, his links, his genetically modified links. It's like that's like a hint during the whole oh, thing because it's genetic. It's a genetically too. modified squid. I'm gonna have to reread this thing. Yeah, it was you have to. So I, I still have it here. It's so conf- Wait, didn't they give it to you? Yeah. Oh, I gave it. To <laughs> I've read it like ten <laughs> times. But yeah, so in the show now. In this present day, Ozymandias is still alive, but it appears like he faked his own death because in the newspapers it says that he's dead. Is that Jeremy Irons? Yes. Jeremy Irons is playing Oz- okay. Ozymandias. And so so he still hasn't been – nobody really found out about what he did. But th- there's also – also bringing up the squid, there's a quick shot in the trailer where you see little baby squid raining down on cars like, like as if there's rain. So I don't know what that's about. That's freaking me out. But – but then there's also like some more bigger things like so the Rorschach cult. Oh uh, yeah. It looks like it's a bunch of rednecks that basically discovered his uh Rorschach's journal and is now treating it as if it's the Bible. And so they're all wearing the oh, Rorschach masks geez. and they're shooting all the police officers because they're trying to force this new agenda and reveal the truth. Cause in that journal, it's the the truth about Adrian Veidt and what he did is in that book. And so they're they're treating it as if that's the truth, and it is the truth. But the world, the society as a whole hasn't accepted that. So they're causing like basically terrorism around. This is – it takes place in Tulsa. Uh, Tulsa. Oklahoma? Yeah. Uh, so it sounds like this is like a new capital because New York is basically just decimated. That's right. So, yeah. so maybe this is a new big city now. Oh, wait. New York – well, because well, it's well, – yeah, Washington is different. It's not yeah. The- this is like the new – not a capital but – the new big city. Okay. And so so that's that's going to be the main issue it sounds like of the show. But um but yeah, so Don Johnson's character, he's playing like the police chief. Mm-hmm. But we also see him in Flying Archie, which is the floating ship that Night Owl has in oh, the original show. Oh, he's in show. that thing? Yeah. He's wearing his cowboy hat and we're thinking maybe oh. maybe that it could be that he's an older Night Owl. Well, Night Owl 2 because there's a, there's a Night Owl 1 who is an old man in the book. Right, right, right. Um it could be Night Owl 2, which also leads into because in the show, we meet uh, Lori Blake, who is Silk Spectre 2 in the book, who is the daughter of the original Silk Spectre. But, and also, there was like an illegitimate thing going on with the comedian. Mm. So she takes up his last name. But at the end of the – here's the weird thing though. At the end of the book, her and Night Owl are together. And they're like – they kind of they, – they change their identities and they hide. They go into hiding. Right. But they're like a couple. They didn't get married, but they're a couple. But in this, obviously, it looks like they're not married. And so something happened where there's they're distant. But they are talking to each other. And they're kind of like – like in the, in the previous trailer, you kind of see them talking to each other. And they're kind of like flirting with each other. But now that we know who the characters are, possibly, it's like, oh, wait a minute. That could be – that could mean something. But then there's also – there's like a bunch of new characters, a bunch of new superhero well, – yeah. new heroes that are coming. There's, there's Looking Glass who's played by Tim Blake Nelson. He was in uh, the recently. He did the the what's that the that movie the cowboy movie that was on Netflix. Ballad of yeah, yeah. He was in that. What about the the man in blue? Well, the man of blue. That's Doctor Manhattan. Well, they tease him in this. Yeah, there's uh, apparently people are still like worshiping him almost like he's a not necessarily. They, they haven't really gone that far, but people are like there's like puppets of him and people right, are wearing I, his and mask. At the end of the trailer, somebody picks up a, a blue yeah, mask off the ground. That could be Doctor Manhattan. But then they show. I could have swore I saw a shot of like it was Mars yeah, or something. Yeah, that, and you see this that's little definitely Doctor Manhattan, t- tiny, and that looks like it's also present day. So we know he's out there still. Cre- like he le- in the original comic, he leaves the end. He leaves to go out into the universe and create life and experiment with the world because he's this matter manipulator. He can change the rearrange atoms. He's basically a like a god. Uh-huh. And so now it, people want him to come back to Earth, and it looks like he might be coming back to Earth. And we don't know why. We don't know what's going to happen. In terms of like how the plot is supposed to go, we don't really know what's happening. We just see this world, this setting, but we don't know what what's the issue that's necessarily happening. Like what's the main issue of the story going to be? Well, this is a, a full-blown trailer. They did show – there was another teaser, I guess, before Yeah, this was this. Like, a, like a couple months ago they showed So when teaser. is this supposed to start? Uh, October. This year? Yes. Wow. So we might get maybe one more? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, this was pretty big. It was like a um, three-minute trailer. Yeah, it's, I think it's supposed to be 10 episodes, but it sounds like it will probably be like the first week of October, so that way they can make sure that they finish it before Christmas, mm. you know? Well, definitely, you know, I'm, I'm not as big a fan as you are, but I'm defi- I definitely want to see it. This is definitely yeah, a, a must-see kind I'm of show. Yeah, I'm super excited because, honestly, I first I thought this was going to be kind of dumb because I'm like, oh, I don't know. 
they're just trying to capitalize on it. I don't know because I, I I like Doomsday Clock too, which is the new comic they've been putting out. Even though, but it's also because they're telling it and the way that they formatted the comic, it's the same as Watchmen with the nine panels. So, and I've really been enjoying that, where basically Doctor Manhattan meets Superman and Batman meets Rorschach, and it's like this whole crazy thing. But yeah, this show at first that when I first heard about before I saw any footage, I was like, I don't know what they're gonna do with this because they're I'm already reading this. But no, this is gonna be this is probably gonna be better than the Doomsday Clock show. They could. The I mean, Clock you never comic. know. They they yeah. could borrow from little bits from here and little bits from yeah, there just to keep the fans like, oh look yeah, at that. like there's there's one thing from you throw them a from the Doomsday Clock comics that I that I hope that they bring into this show, which is the mime and the marionette, which they they basically were two criminals that were from that time period that Dr. Manhattan stops, but they, they basically are kept in prison and they escape and they, they're causing havoc where they team up with the Joker basically at one point in that comic. And I hope that somehow they bring it into this. Cause one of the, cause the mime is a really cool villain. Um, he basically has like invisible guns and invisible knives and stuff. And I hope they somehow bring it into that. Cause he's really cool. I think they would have to be a little bit older though technically but it would be pretty cool for the well this is definitely something different uh, and it's definitely an hbo kind of thing uh you could see it fitting hbo this is the type of thing hbo can go a little you know they can go a little crazy with yeah you know with not too many restrictions more of an adult type of show yeah i mean there's just way too much stuff out here (laughs) this is just so much i don't know how the hell we're gonna keep up with it all these subscription services all these cable channels, you know, we're going to have to somehow keep up with it. But that should keep us uh, busy for quite a bit. And, and again, this is just superheroes we're talking about. We're not even talking Star Wars or, God forbid, original stuff that, you know, we haven't even heard of that exists. You know, some kind of an original movie or an original television show that can blow us away. But this is just the stuff we're aware of that we kind of already know. So I want to thank Kyle for joining me today. Thanks, Kyle. You're welcome. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. I'd like to thank Kyle for joining me today. We examined the Marvel slate that is coming up, you know, pretty soon uh, as far as films and now television and animation, you know, streaming services, that sort of thing. It is a different, different looking path that they seem to be taking this time. Uh, and they're expanding their outlets in terms of where they want to show their properties. And it's also a little bit of a slowdown period, you know, coming off of the Avengers, you know, Endgame, that kind of thing. It might also be a reaction to Star Wars 2. If you think about it, you know, they don't want to clut the market, you know, with too many movies in one shot. Uh, So I think next year, you know, we're going to be seeing this little bit of a slowdown. Uh, Maybe it's a preemptive remedy in case, you know, people get a little too overwhelmed with Marvel film properties. But instead, they are going to shift some of their focus to their streaming service. So that's interesting. You know, that's an interesting uh, uh, strategy that they're about to take. Given that the following year, things seem to be ramping up again. So we're going to go through these periods, I guess. You know, this might be the way to do it. You, you back off a little bit, you go strong. And you back off a little bit and you go strong. And we also looked at other stuff like Watchmen. You know, stuff that my son is really looking forward to. Some of the other DC properties. So thanks again, everybody, for joining us. Next week, we have something special planned you don't want to miss. It's going to look really good. And as usual, thanks for listening, and we will see you soon here at GeekFest Rants. Bye-bye, everybody. This is a stick-up! Who are you? Who am I? If I knew the answer to that, I wouldn't be wearing a mask. There are people who believe that this world is fair and good. It's all lollipops and rainbows. We don't do lollipops and rainbows. We know those are pretty colors that just hide what the world really is. Black and white. Soon thou shalt save us. And we will whisper. Come. 
we convinced ourselves that they were gone. But they were just hibernating. They came for everybody. Home, please. Coordinated simultaneous attacks at the homes of Tulsa PD. So the cops hide their faces, and now the bad guys don't know where they live. And who doesn't want a secret identity? People who wear masks are dangerous. We should be scared of them. Why? Because they're hiding something. Lori Blake, FBI. You know how you can tell the difference between a masked cop and a vigilante? No. Me neither. There's a vast and insidious conspiracy at play. Worship about it, my head would explode. Who are you? Maybe, uh, I'm Dr. Manhattan. He lives on fucking Mars. You curse too much. Is there life on If you would like to subscribe to our show, send us messages, or see video links to some of the topics we talked about today, please visit our homepage at geekfestrants.com or our YouTube channel, Facebook page, or iTunes at Geekfest Rants. I don't know what we're yelling about! Geekfest Rants is produced by Carlos Perone, copyright 2019. <laughs>